0: Welcome to the Dogs Are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily, and my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. Happy Palantines Day. That means you love your pal, and my Flynn is my pal, and I know you feel the same way about your dog as well. Hey, we are crazy for the canines here. Today's guest, Jacob, was not too sure about his now-fiancé's dog. It was a wild dog, basically, and you'll hear about that. Here is today's trivia. What is the state dog for North Carolina? Can the dog of the person you're dating make or break your relationship? Have a listen. Enjoy his stories. I know you will. I'm so glad that you're here today, Jacob, to share your story about you and Honey. And it sounds like it wasn't a smooth transition in the beginning. So
1: several years ago, I met the person who is now my fiance. And um, shortly after we started dating, um, I actually went to their house for the first time, um, you know, and was going to meet the dog. It was kind of like, you know, take you home, meet the kids, except it's the dog. And, um, I met, I met honey. Um, she's a, she's a pit bull mix. I think she has some Ridge back and some, um, uh, maybe boxer in her. Um, but I met honey and she was more energetic than any dog I'd ever seen. Wow. Um, she had this rope toy that she loved. And if you were within three feet of her while she was playing with this rope toy, it would cause you physical pain because she was swinging it around so much. um, And with such force.
0: That's a great visual. We could see that because any dog lover knows they've seen dogs in the frenzy of playing with their toy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this was like, unlike anything I had ever seen before. Um, And I grew up with dogs. So I'm not, you know, I wasn't new to um, having dogs as pets. And my immediate reaction was, oh my goodness. I, you know, she was really excited. You know, there's a new person in the house. She has her toy. Um, It was a whole thing. (laughs) And eventually that, you know, we would, we would go on hikes with her and You know, she was always really energetic, really rambunctious. Um, But then the time came when Ruben, my fiance, said, all right, um, I'm going to come over. Do you mind if I bring the dog to your house? And I I think my whole body clenched up. (laughs) I was like, oh, my goodness. I just bought this new sofa. It's going to get destroyed. (laughs) All these things. Um, So... And I say, yeah, of course, it's fine. The two of them get to my, um, the apartment that I was living in at the time. And we, you know, we make dinner together and about seven o'clock, we're on the sofa watching TV and Ruben leans over to me and says, you know, that honey has to sleep in the bed with us, right? Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I said, I said, excuse me. Um, So that ended up happening and it was probably the worst night of sleep i ha- ever had in my entire life because what she does is she gets in the middle of the bed smack in the middle and stretches out horizontally so that she is on all sides of the bed at once pinning the covers down and i'm sitting there like all night just kind of like kind of like kick, like pushing her with my foot a little bit Right. <laughs> to try to, you know, get some covers for myself. <laughs> um, so honey, Honey's comes over, you know, starts coming over with some reg- regularity with Ruben. And we eventually, um, several months later, we go to Charleston to visit Ruben's parents. And Honey, of course, is coming with us. Right, um, because she has to, right. and we are at Ruben's parents' house. We get, get to the guest bedroom, and the bed is—it's a double bed, so not even a queen size bed. It's a small oh, bed wow. yeah. for two people. And she's not small, li-
0: right? Like, how big is
1: so she? She's like sixty or seventy pounds.
0: Yeah, Good size she's a big dog,
1: yeah. <laughs> and she—and she's pure muscle. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we look at this double sized bed, and I, I look at Ruben and I say, There's no way she's right. sleeping in the bed with us. <laughs> there's no possible way. Right. Um So there was there was a lot of t- there was a lot of tension early on. Um yeah. there was a lot of um, you know, oh I really love Ruben, and then there's this dog. Right. Um but um at one point, Ruben was flying to Texas to go visit some family. And I was gonna st- I was staying home. I wasn't going on the trip. And it was me and Honey yeah. for about a week. Okay. Um and it probably took like five minutes of us, you know, of us being alone to, you know, spend some time together. And that dog won me over.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Uh, I suddenly great. I, it was really quick. Um, yeah. I suddenly was like, "Oh my, oh my goodness!" Like she's such a sweetheart. Uh-huh. Like you know, I'll be I'll be working all day because I work from home, and you know she's sitting at my feet all day. Uh-huh. Or we're gonna you know go for a walk, and like that's just the thing that makes her day. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So how did she do it though? Like, what did she do? Was she just so snuggly and so sweet that she just. Like honey, did she just win you over yeah. her that way? You think? Or okay. She yeah. has
1: she has two settings. She has there are two settings that this dog has on and off. Okay. Um, <laughs> when she is on, she is on. It is full energy, um, full excitement, you know, beside herself, kind of frenzy. And off when she's off, she is curled up with you. She she loves to. Be under the blankets, she loves to be under pillows, she loves to um, you know, snuggle up with you no matter what you're doing or where you are. Um so obviously the offsetting, you know, I was fine with that. I loved that so much.
0: Right.
1: Um, but it it was mostly a process of coming to love that on setting. Right. Um, you know, huge, yeah. That frenzied pure energy and come to kind of figure out not, not how I can manage her energy, but how we can kind of um, figure out the best way to um, interact and engage. And it was, it was really a matter of, you know, setting firm boundaries um, with her and, you know, honey, no, we can't, you know, it's not playtime. Right. Um. And then kind of figuring out creative ways to hide her toy when it was not playtime. Cause, you know, she can smell that toy from a mile away. Right. She sees you put it away. She knows exactly where it is. Um, she's not dumb.
0: Right. <laughs> right. So this is really interesting. So, was it very, it must have been a stress point between you and Ruben because that's hard. Like when you're a crazy dog person like me, like if, if you know, if I'm going to date somebody, they better be crazy about my dog too, or at least be able to come to some point where they can coexist peacefully. And not. And I, I don't really want that. You want it beyond that. You want the other mm-hmm. person to love your dog like you do or close to it. So that must have been a little stressful in your relationship, you know?
1: It, w- it was. Early on in our relationship, I came across some article somewhere online that said 80% of dog owners would choose their dog over their partner. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Also, yikes. That's (laughs) scary. (laughs) Um, True. (laughs) So for me, it was really, it it was a major stress point um, in a lot of ways. Also, I, you know, have a cat as well. So it was a matter of managing that. And, you know, to start off with, it was, you know, keeping them 100% separate. And now it's just you know, they're, they're fine around each other. Are
0: they good? So yeah. like honey wanted to eat your cat.
1: Honey Which honey is- doesn't want to eat the cat. She wanted okay. to play with the cat. Okay, And the cat did not want to play with her. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> and what kind of silly things would you say? Like what does honey do? That's kind of silly and fun that you just enjoy. That's just uniquely her.
1: I would. So she is, like I said, very energetic and also very sweet and cuddly. Um, She is very particular about her sleep setup, you know, where she sleeps. So, you know, we let her in the bed now, you know, um, you know, while we're watching TV or something, but she doesn't sleep in the bed with us anymore. Okay. um, Because that was a a pretty firm boundary that had to be set. Yeah. Um,
0: Understandable.
1: So now Honey has this lovely memory foam dog bed with an electric blanket. Wow! And a body pillow. Wow! And nice. if that if that electric blanket is not on, she lets us know. <laughs> um, and I had you know, growing up, I had always had long-haired dogs, so this is the first time I realized, oh, dogs get cold.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I, I'm used to you know the dogs you know getting overheated or hot from lying in bed or on the sofa. Right. Um. So she's very, very particular about, um, you know, what she needs in order to have a good night's sleep.
0: Right, I love it. <laughs> she's her prima donna. I love that.
1: She, she really is. Um, <laughs> I, I think the other, the other unique thing about her, and it's kind of goofy, is she makes sounds that I've never heard dogs make before. Really, like they're very human sounds. And yeah. I'm I'm not going to imitate them because I'm going to spare you that. Right. But <laughs> it's like, it sounds more like a human is, you know, whining or wanting something than a dog. Right. Um, right.
0: Interesting. <laughs> so it's, do you think it's almost like she's trying to sound human to communicate better with you absolutely. guys? Or, yeah, oh, okay.
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. So she's very <laughs> smart, very smart, trying yeah. to figure things out. And she probably could tell that Ruben really liked you. And so she was willing to, you know, try to make things work too. Like both of you were, if you think about it. Kind of coming at it Oh, absolutely.
1: She, um, she has always really liked me, which has been really, which was kind of part of that weird, you know, transition of her winning me over because, you know, she was, you know, trying to love me and I was like, Oh, back off. (laughs) Um, But I think, think that was actually a big piece of it is kind of me coming to, you know, meet her in the middle there.
0: Right. Right. And it's so important. Like from Ruben's perspective, I can imagine that just made him so happy when he came back from that trip and you guys had bonded finally. And, mm-hmm. you know, right. It's got to make him like feel so much better because the, the two beings that he cares about, mm-hmm. you know, finally seem to get it and they clicked, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this was, you know, when we were talking about moving in together, because um, we we now live together, it was, I was kind of concerned because I was like, I work from home all day long and you, you know, you're going off to work. And, you know, I was kind of scared of, you know, having to, you know, juggle another thing throughout the workday. Sure. Um, but it ended up being honestly amazing it you know she we, we really keep each other company throughout the work day um, uh-huh. and if she's not you know at my feet she is in the chair in my office or she's like right outside the door on the sofa staring at me <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Love> <laughs> she, it. she's
1: very she very much wants to be where the people are
0: right right so do you think you guys will get another dog eventually to like keep her company or is she like a single dog
1: I think she's a single dog. Okay. I think we're definitely a single dog household. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, she is a prima donna, so she might not want competition like that. I was just wondering uh, yeah. if that would help wear out the energy level, you know, because how old is she again? I'm sorry. What is she? Um,
1: She's about seven years old.
0: Okay. It's still yeah. going, still going strong.
1: Oh yeah. She's.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too fun. So you always, you, like you had dogs growing up, like your whole mm-hmm. childhood then. Yeah. So, oh, did you ever bond with any of those dogs quite a bit or were they just like nice family dogs that you loved but you didn't have that same kind of bond that you have now?
1: Oh, I absolutely was. So, you know, so close to them. One uh, the one that stands out was, you know, a pug that my parents adopted right about the time I was born. Oh, wow. So it was, He was a puppy when they adopted him. So we kind of grew up together.
0: Oh, nice. Um.
1: So yeah. when he passed, while I was, I think I was twelve years old. That was really, really heartbreaking. And then, Absolutely. the other dog that I, you know, bonded with so much was, um. His name is Bo. He's a English setter mix, and he's be- a beautiful, beautiful dog. And he's He's still alive. Um, oh wow. Today, yeah, he's probably about 10 or 11 now. My parents got him when I was um, kind of transitioning out of um, high school. So it's really, really good to, you know, go home and see Bo again. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> do you have any words of encouragement for other dog owners or other people in a similar situation as you? Like, what would you recommend they do to help you understand the dog better and, you know, help bond with the dog?
1: Yeah, Is so it really comes down to, not not training and obedience, but the relationship. And there's, you know, two things that both humans and dogs need. I think um, one of those is calmness. So you know, even when Honey or your dog is you know misbehaving or doing crazy things, it's not. I've never found that you know getting. Um, myself riled up or angry ever solves anything within that regard. Right. Um, It's really about um, staying calm and kind of because, because your dog can feel that energy coming off of you. Absolutely. More than you realize. And, and the other thing is consistency and routine. Um, I am such a creature of habit myself. (laughs) Um, And What's been really important for Honey has been her routine. So you know, when I get up in the morning, because sometimes Ruben's already gone to work, um, I you know I feed her, give her water, take her out, and and, and having the the consistent routine um, has really helped help us manage her energy levels, right? Because yeah. um, she knows what to expect.
0: I love what Jacob shares there, calm, consistency, and routine. We need that, and dogs need that, for sure. Are you ready for the answer? For today's trivia, this information comes from the North Carolina Museum of History. Here's a great quote. No matter how little money and how few possessions you own, having a dog makes you rich. Louis Sabin. Johann's plot came from Germany in 1750 with five dogs. He made his way west across the state of North Carolina, moving from present-day Warren County and eventually settling in Lincoln County in 1784. Now, he changed his name as he went along, and his name became George. He raised a family, and then George's son, Henry, moved to the current-day Haywood County around 1800. And the Plot Descendants continued to refine the breed that would become known as the Plot Hound. These dogs are known for their tracking and hunting skills and are recognized for being fearless. The Plot Hounds became the official state dog of North Carolina on August 12th, 1989. So there's your answer. Go ahead and stump somebody with it. Have some fun. See if they know their history of North Carolina. I chose this dog in particular because Jacob and Honey are from North Carolina. I wish you blessings and peace and a good week with your pup. Flynn says hello, and we'll see you next week.